Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, December the 6th, 2018. 
Yes, we are just 27 days away from the last day of this year. Wow, this year went by extremely fast. Yes, this is the sixth day of the 12th month of 2018. So basically, in 28 days, we will be in the brand new year of 2019. So we're going to be out with the old and in with the new. But when it's with Jesus, it's never old. It's never new. God never changes. It's always the same. Welcome tonight to Blessings by Grace Radio Hour. We are in the Alpha Valley studio tonight with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. He is the founder, the national bishop, the overseer, the national prelate of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, located in Los Angeles, California. Tonight is food for thought. Tonight he will be giving what thus saith the Lord. Tonight you're about to be spiritually fed. This feeding will take from today. It will feed you all the way until next Thursday. So you shall feast tonight, and you shall neither hunger nor thirst anymore after tonight's message. He is a Holy Ghost filled, spirit-filled man of God that is going to teach you what God has put on his heart, has laid on his mind. He's going to give you scripture text. He's going to back up what he says with the word of God tonight. So get out your KJVs, your NIVs, your Living Word Bibles, or any Bible that you have that's a Holy Bible, Gideon Version, Schofield, Thompson and Chain. It doesn't matter. Just grab your Bibles. And I want you to come on this prophetic journey as we're all going to be learning tonight. Don't forget, every Wednesday night we're on the prayer line and we are praying for those that are sick and lost and those that just need prayer or sending a posse for somebody else. That is Wednesday night, same time, same studio, 9.30 p.m., Apple Valley Studio. We will pray for all of those that call in. If you want to send us messages, we have several ways to reach us. You can go to facebook.com forward slash blessings by radio. Send us a Facebook message. You can email us at blessingsbygraceradio at yahoo.com. That's the email address where you can email us. You can also send us by United States Postal Service a letter, a postcard, a thank you card, or even a monetary thing. If you love our show and you want us to be on all of 2019 because you love what this radio broadcast stands for you love the teachings of Dr. Moore, you love the prayer requests, and you love the music that is on here, and you'd like to participate and keep us going for all of 2019. Well, now is officially you have the opportunity to donate if God lays it on your heart. So pray and ask God if you should donate to our show. And if you should donate, we have a P.O. Box specifically set up for anything pertaining to the radio. It is P.O. Box 671. Apple Valley, California, 92307. And if you so should decide to donate all your proceeds, donate them monetarily to Bishop Alfred Moore. That would be to P.O. Box 671, Apple Valley, California, 92307. So now you have an opportunity to play a part and donate because we are going to be here until the good Lord says the same. We're going to keep being on this broadcast, but guess what? We're here for you. God is here for us all. He's placed it up on our hearts to be here for you in Radio Land. We want to bring you the best of what we have to offer. And remember, even though we're in the end times, the best is yet to come with blessings are great. All of next year, we're going to have brand new content. Same preaching. We ain't changing up on the preaching, the teaching, and the prayers. That is the same. You cannot alter God's word. You cannot take a hymn and stitch it up. God's word is still tight. 
It's fine, sealed, and delivered and ready for you to be on your palate. That way you can proceed to learn, digest, and have an understanding of God's unmerited favor and his holy word. That will never change with our content, how we announce things on the show starting in 2019. We will have some in-studio guests at some part of the year. And as we do have a little bit more longevity and as we do have a little bit more creativity to the show, you keep listening to Blessed by Grace Radio. You'll be the first to know. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Mark. God bless. Again, thank you, 80 Man, my granddaughter, for bringing us on tonight, as she usually do, Miss Words of Inspiration. We are so grateful, Amen, to be back tonight. Tonight is Thursday night, Amen, and we are going to bring you food for a thought tonight. As she says, Amen, if you eat this food, you can last all the week until another Thursday, Amen. We'll be back, Amen, to bring you more food for a thought. We don't want your spiritual man to get hungry. We're going to come to you tonight, amen, from the third chapter of the book of Second Peter. I felt in my spirit, amen, God wanted me to speak on this tonight. The third chapter, and beginning at the first verse, of the book of Second Peter. It reads and says, My friends and my beloved, this is now the second letter that I have written to you. The first is probably from First Peter. To help your honest mind remember, to awake your mind, to arouse your sincereness, Understanding the intents with a reminder. I want you to think about remembering. Bring your mind back to a recall. The words of the Holy Prophets speaking in the past. And remember the commandments of our Lord and Savior give us through your apostles. As in Jude 1 and 17, it is important for you to understand what will happen in the last days. First of all, Peter, amen, is bringing us a picture of what we are to face in the last days or in the future generation in which we are to live in about the word of God. He said, people, they are going to be scoffers. Scoffering at what? They're going to be scoffers at the word of God. They are going to be marking you and I because of what we preach, what we teach, and what we believe. They're going to laugh at many of of our message, and to them it is just foolishness. And that scoffing, they're going to ridicule you. They're going to lower your spirit if you will let them lower your spirit. And you let it weaken the faith if you don't 
go deeper in Jesus, many of them are going to cause you to lose your salvation because you're not rooted deep enough in the faith. They will live during the evil. They they will live during the evil things they want to do. They're gonna be done everything that they want to do, but they're gonna be laughing at you and mocking you because you serve in Jesus, and because Jesus' ways is not like their ways, and they misunderstanding Jesus' way. They're gonna think. Some of us, amen, done lost part of our senses. This is what we are facing in the last days. Peter has seen this, and Peter, amen, is describing it to us, amen, that we that really know Jesus and know the judgment of Jesus to hold on to your faith. They want to do, uh, endure their own desire and lust. They want to, amen, indulge in their own desire and lust. Jude 1 and 18 will let you know, amen, they want to indulge in their own desire and lust. And this is what we are facing today. Mankind is laughing and mocking the word of God. But it should not be a surprise to us. Jesus has already told us this is what we're going to have to experience. Jude chapter 1 and verse 18, it states and says that they says to you, in the last day there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desire. They're not going to follow the ways of the Lord. They're going to follow their own ungodly desire. These are the men who divide you, who follow merely nature and do not have the spirit. These are people, amen, that is well knowledge in what they are doing, but they're trying to destroy your spirit because they want your spirit to be like their spirit, following the ways actually of Satan. Peter began to go on and let us know and say, and they will say, Jesus promised to come again. And are we hearing things like that today? Out of all the tragedy, man, that be on the news and what's going on in the world today, people still think that we are unlearned to the word of God. Where is the promise if he's coming? Where is Jesus? Jesus has said this over 2,000 years ago that I'm coming back, but I don't see him coming back. Where is the promise? Of his coming. Then they'll say, For our forefathers or our ancestors have died. They done fell asleep. But the world is still remained it. So, what are you talking about? Jesus is coming. Jesus is not going to come. Where do you get this myth from? Since all things they continue 
the way it uh, that it uh, the way it has been since it was made. You see, ain't nothing changed. And y'all going around here preaching that Jesus is coming? Beloved, let every man be alive, but let God be the truth. Jesus is coming again. And he's coming sooner than what you and I think. Regardless, amen, of how they mark you, how they make fun of you. Be rooted and grounded in the truth deep enough. That ever what they say, it won't move your faith. It won't make you doubt the one that you really believe in. Peter began to go on and let us know that these people, they are treasure people. Now you're talking about love. They don't really have no love really for the saints of God. And they say, amen, the Lord and fell asleep and all things continue in the way it has been since the world was made. But they do not want to remember. They don't want to remember. Peter was saying, I want to stir up your pure mind by the way of remember. They don't want to remember. They are willing. They want to forget. They don't want you really to bring this up to them, amen, that there is coming a change in this world. Beloved, all we have to do is look around us and read our Bibles, and we can see, amen, a change is coming in this world. But they do not want to remember. They're willfully, they forget, and they ignore. They, they, forget, uh, they forget, amen, they ignore the tragedy, amen, that happens on earth, amen, when God sends something through nature, amen. They ignore that is God warning us. They ignore what happened long ago. They ignore that. All that's in the past, amen, they, they try to, amen, forget it, put it behind them, and make life new. But Jesus is warning us that I'm coming again. And by the words, and by the word of God, the heavens was made, came to be in existence. You can read Genesis chapter 1 through 20. Psalm 33 and 6. Psalm 148 and 5 and Hebrew 11 and 3. And the earth was made from water. The earth was made from water. They don't understand the power and the mystery of God, how that the earth was made with water. Up from water. There is nothing too hard that our God that we serve cannot do. He came as a man, but he is much more than a man. He is the creator of heaven and earth. And out of water, he called dry land to appear. Read Psalm 24 and 2. And with water, Genesis 1, 6 and 7 through 9. Psalm 33 and 7. 
we'll let you know, amen, that the awesome God that we serve, Proverbs 8, 27 through 29, will let you know he has power to do anything. Then through these, even the water and the word of God of the heaven and the earth was pulled from their waters. Genesis 7 and 11. The world was flooded and destroyed with water. People want you to forget that. They want you to think, amen, that was a miss. It was so long ago. They put it behind them. They don't want to put that in their memories, in their minds, amen, that God took the same water that he created and called the earth to come out up on and took that same water and destroyed the children that was upon the face of the earth. He called the flood to come. He called it to rain 40 days and 40 nights. Read your Bible. When the Lord says something, God is not a man that he cannot lie. It's going to come to pass. Regardless, amen, how long it takes, it's going to come to pass. Jesus is coming back again. But in your generation, they're going to laugh at you and they're going to mark at you. Because the world wants you to be like them. And the Lord will let us know, amen, in Second Peter, amen. The Lord will let us know, amen, that there were false prophets. False prophets come, amen, is to defile the earth. Second Peter, amen, chapter 2. There used to be false prophets among God's people. You find that in Deuteronomy 1 through 5. Just as you will have some false teachers in your group among you. Look at Jude 1 and 4. He's letting us know, amen, that you've got false teachers. Teachers are going to come into the world and they're going to try to twist the gospel of Jesus Christ. Make light of what you believe in. They will sacredly teach. Come in, amen undermining what you have already done. Things that are wrong, they will sacredly teach. God don't really mean this. God means every word that he says. But this is what the false teachers was going to bring in. And they will call people to be lost or call them amen to go to their destruction. By hearsaying and by opinionating. Amen. False prophets is in the world today and they are deceiving many. Continue to read the second chapter. Also of Second Peter. They will even refuse to accept or deny the master. Jesus who brought them freedom. 
there, amen, it, it, the time is coming, amen, that they don't depend upon Jesus and say the Lord is the one that delivered them. The Lord is the one that brought them this far. They want to walk in their own pernicious ways, their own crooked ways, and trying to get you and I is to turn from truth. But judgment is going to fall, and judgment is going to start, amen, right at the house of God. As Peter began to constantly encourage us and let us know that at the same word, I'm talking about the word of God, is kept, reserved, holding, destroyed by fire. Deuteronomy 32 and 22. Isaiah 66 and 5. Isaiah 66 and 15 through 16. Zephaniah 1 and 8. Malachi 4 and 1. They are all being kept for the judgment day and the destruction of all who are against God. God's going to judge this world. None of us is going to escape. None of us is going to escape. Isaiah 66 and 15. And I'll try to read that to you in a minute. But I want to let you know, amen, these false prophets is coming into the world trying to make you believe that nothing is going to happen. The world is going to remain just as it was in the beginning. Isaiah 66 and 15 reads and says that, See, the Lord is coming with fire, and his chariots are like a whirlwind. He will bring down his angels with fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For with fire and with the sword, the Lord will execute judgment upon men. The Lord is going to execute judgment upon men. And he come in with fire. We constantly tell you all the time, one in comes before destruction. And it is by the mercy of God that he's keeping us here to see another day. But he's keeping us here because he's not willing that any should perish, but all come to eternal life. God is so merciful. Jesus Christ, amen, that is a mercy part of God, hung on Calvary for your sins and mine that you wouldn't have to experience this fire. When the Lord destroyed the world by water, they didn't believe that. They didn't think that that was possible. 
because it had never formed a cloud in the sky. When God got ready, is the water of the earth ever come up a mist out of the ground? But God let it the the, the earth. He let the heavens come to be cloudy, and God let it steadily, let it steadily rain for forty days and forty nights. And the people had nowhere to run. They they had nowhere to escape. But we don't want to remember that. We don't want to put those unpleasant thoughts in our mind, but God has told us, Jesus has told us, that judgment is going to begin at the house of God. If we don't do right, we're going to be punished. And many of you don't believe, amen, that Jesus is so cruel that he will punish us. Well, just read your Bible. Read your Bible. There is no sin going without being punished. God's going to punish every sin. Now, the Lord also will forgive you for all of your sins, but there is no sin going without being unpunished. And if it's not right, it's wrong. So I'm going to say amen, as the old people used to say, get your business right, amen. Well, I'm going to say this, amen. You better get right with Jesus because Jesus is coming. And amen, these scriptures let us know, amen, they are being kept from the judgment day and the destruction of all who are against God. All everybody that is against God, God is reserving Amen. This fire until the day of judgment. God is going to judge. People did not, amen, believe, amen, that in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, they didn't believe, amen, that God would rain down fire from heaven and destroy the old cities and, amen, the cities that were around them. God rained down fire from heaven and destroyed all of them. Those cities allowed Lot to escape and his daughters. He was a type, amen, of Noah as he built the ark. Because of Noah found grace in the eyesight of the Lord God, allowed Noah family to escape. And because Abraham was a friend of God. God had mercy upon Lot and his family and let them escape from the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? Because there was so much going on. They had mocked the word of God. They were mocking people of God and saying there is no God. And we're going to serve other God as plentiful as it is today. We're looking at these things. And Peter is warning us. And I want to say, man, just because your child is young, they cannot escape the damnation of hell if they don't obey God. The Lord did not make mankind, and mankind will continue to be in sin. 
God made mankind that man may repent of his sin and come and serve him. Train up your children in the way that they should be. I said, I was a bishop. I wouldn't want to call my child to go to hell if you believe in a hell. Well, if you don't teach your child the ways of the Lord and the ways of salvation, your child is going to end up in that fire that I'm sharing with you tonight. There is no better way that I can say that, amen, than just to come on out and tell you the truth. But do not forget, he, Peter is one that don't forget, don't forget. We always forget where we came from. We always forget what the Lord has done for us. We forget too much. We shouldn't ignore. We shouldn't miss out on things what the Lord has done. One thing, one, one, uh, this is one thing. Dear friends or beloved, to the Lord, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. Listen, Jesus Christ does not operate on time like we operate in time. Everything we do is by time. Jesus, amen, is not by time. Jesus is eternal. So one day with the Lord is as a thousand years to us. What is it if the Lord let the earth continue to abide another thousand years? That is just as one day to him. Time don't mean anything to him. Time means something to you and I as being human. So let us not be ignorant of this. Our precepts of time is not the same as God. Psalm 90 and 4, amen, will let you know that. And I believe, amen, Psalm 90 and 4, It, it says, amen, for a thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone, or by or like a watch in the night. Time don't mean nothing to Jesus Christ. Jesus is eternal. We are the ones that is suffering under time. And we don't have but a short time, according to his word, Peter. Amen, and letting us know tonight. To the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. Our precept of time is not the same as God. The Lord is not slow. The Lord is not slow concerning what he's done. Just because, amen, you haven't seen the fulfillment of the Lord. The Lord have not forgotten what he promised. The Lord is not slow. He's not late. Thank God, amen. We do think that he's late. Amen. We want, amen, judgment day to rush and come. Amen. But God is not like man. God delayed his time because he know he got some people out there 
that is deep in their sin going to come to him before that final day comes. But see, we don't want it that way. We want to hurry up and we want to escape. We want to get out of here. I'm talking about Christians because we are suffering in this old world. But Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you belong with me. And he's letting us know, amen, the Lord is not slack or slow or late in doing what he promised. God is not, amen, God promises to us. And if the Lord promised you something, amen, I want to tell you, be faithful on the death of God. Jesus is going to give it to you. If God promised you something, amen, stand on his word. You may be laying on your deathbed, but if he promised it to you, he's going to fulfill it before your eyes close and your last breath leave you. The way some people understand slowness and lateness, Hebrew chapter 2 and 3 will tell you that. But God is being patient with you. The Lord is being patient with us now. He loves these disasters. He loves, amen, nature is to take place, amen, to show us, amen, what he can do. He's being patient with us, and yet we ain't learning nothing from him being patient with us. We still in our old wicked ways and, and all of our sin. We don't want to turn from it. God is being patient. He's being patient with us. And you are saying, where is he? Where is he? I might want to go ahead and do what I want to do. Because he haven't came. That's where we are in this last and evil generation right now. Exodus 34 and 6 tell you how does he does not want anyone to be low. The Lord does not want anyone. Jesus Christ showed us this and he proved this to us. He don't want anyone to be low. When there was no one able to die for our sin, who died? Who came out of heaven? Jesus Christ came out of heaven, and Jesus hung on Calvary, and Jesus paid for our sins. He don't want any of us to perish. Because for I am perishing, you're going to be punished. But on this side, while the blood is running warm in your veins, if you repent of all of your sins, and come to him with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. He will forgive you for your sin. And if you keep on serving him, you won't have to perish. You can live forever. You can put on eternal life right here in this world. But he wants all people to change their heart and live and come to repentance. All people. Young men, old men, young boys, young girls, he wants everybody is to repent. But do this world look like it's trying to repent? This world has done its own thing the way it want to do. They summon us up at Jesus like Jesus, amen, never came to the world to die for their sins. 
But I promise you something. According to the word, amen, that Peter says, this time is coming to a climax. It's going to be over. And you know what? None of us know when. I don't care how smart a man, man is. No man knows the hour of a minute when the Son of Man is going to come. We don't know. We can see the signs of time, amen. It's hurling, amen, against us, but we don't know when Jesus is coming. When you lay down at night, amen, you ought to make sure your soul is right with Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you don't know. And I don't care what man says. You can put him in the finest suit that there is. And you can say what he's done on earth, and all that could be good. But if he did not meet the criteria of Jesus Christ through repentance, his soul is going to be lost in hell. Your soul is the most important thing that God ever put in your body. Your breathing, your, your breath, amen, your soul is important. Not your body, but your soul. That's what Jesus came to redeem was your soul. He didn't come to redeem your body, but he come to redeem your soul. When Adam and Eve sinned, they lost the most valuable thing that God ever gave humanity. But Adam and Eve, amen, they paid the price for it, and they repented. But they're waiting on Jesus also. They're sleeping. They're waiting on Jesus to, to, to amen, wake them. Peter began is to continue to tell us, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. God will come. He come in like a thief. He come in up on those that don't know him, the ungodly, that done what they want to do. He come in like a thief. And you know, we don't know, amen, when a thief is going to strike or how he's going to strike. But the day of the Lord, amen, is coming out of the thief. With a surprise, amen, and danger. It's going to be a surprise to those, amen, that don't know him. But now Jesus is warning us. We are not the children of the darkness, but we are the children of the light. It will not slip up on the church people, the real people of God. But everybody go to church is not real. Come, Lord Jesus. The sky. Other heavens, according to Peter, they will disappear. Amen. This beautiful blue architect sky that God has drawn. One day, amen, this sky is going to roll back like a scroll. It's going to pass away. Matthew 5 and 18. Matthew 24 and 35. 13 and 31. Luke sixteen seventeen. It's gonna pass away with a loud noise. Oh, praise the Lord! Are you ready to meet you, Master? Are you ready to meet Jesus? One day, this earth, uh, the, the sky, the heavens, Amen, that is up above us, Amen, gonna burst open, 
And Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. If you never have looked up in your life, you're going to look up then. But it's going to be too late to repent. If you haven't already made up your mind on that day, and I don't know when, and nobody else don't know when, but on that day, it's going to be too late to repent. It comes with a loud noise, and everything in them are the elements. Everything in the cosmos are specified the heavenly body will be destroyed. Everything, amen, that you see out there, amen, it's going to be destroyed. I know, amen. You think God ain't going to destroy the earth? But this is talking about the heavens. It will be destroyed or be dissolved by fire. God going to set the elements on fire. The element is going to burn. And the earth and everything in it, all the deeds, that's done in it, it will be exposed. God's going to get rid of all this sin. Judgment is coming. Now, whether you take it a literary fire or whether you take it being the word of God, amen, take it the way you want, but it's going to be a fire. God's going to burn up sin. He's going to burn up sin. And if you are left here, you're going to burn too because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And when you ask the Lord to forgive you for your sin, then you must turn and live a new life. You cannot do the old things that you used to do or the things that the world is doing. You can't do that. You got to make a change in your life. If you're going back with Jesus, you got to live a life. You can't talk about it. You will have to live it. There's many people talking about, it. Lord, I love you. Then why call me Lord and does not the things that I say? Why are you, why are you honoring me? Why are you recognizing me as I am your master and your Lord, but you're not obeying me? The Lord is looking for some obedient children. Yes, is it hard to the flesh to deny and crucify this flesh? I wouldn't lie to you. Yes, it is. Many times. The old flesh want to give up. But I mean, I know that's not the way. I got to crucify. There it is so flesh every day of my life. If I'm going to see Jesus. In that way, everything will be destroyed or dissolved. So what kind of person should you be? When this began to happen, everything will be dissolved or bite up. What kind of person should you be? 
There is not but one kind of person that I want to be, and I want to be a man holy like Jesus. And Jesus said, be ye holy. That is not a religion. That is not a denomination. That is part of the attribute of Jesus himself. Amen. Be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without no man shall see the Lord. Listen, you can't have a bad attitude in this world as being a Christian. You got to have the right kind of attitude for it to be promoted in Jesus. Your attitude. We'll let you know where your altitude is. We got Christians today that got the same old attitude they had before they say they came to Jesus. Nothing changed. Well, I'm going to tell you something. When you come to Jesus, Jesus gives you a new nature. I don't care how mean you have been. When you come to Jesus, Jesus changed that. And you that are weak and wouldn't say nothing, when you come to Jesus, he put boldness in your heart. Jesus is coming. And this whole earth is going to be destroyed by fire. God is getting ready to make a new heaven and a new earth. Everything in them, the element, even everything in the cosmos specialized in the heavenly body will be destroyed or dissolved by fire or some type of heat burning. And the earth and everything in it, all the deeds done on it, the Lord is going to destroy. It will be exposed. What a day. My God, what a day, what a day. When God got ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, the people didn't have a chance to run out. When they knew one thing, the fire was down on them. Judgment had just climbed down on them, and the Lord eliminated all of them, little children as well. So don't you think God going to have pity on little children? This is a sinful generation we're living in. You even have little children mocking you and laughing at you because you live a holy and a sanctified life, saying how old-fashioned this is. Well, I'm going to say to you, keep on reading the Word of God. In that way, everything will be destroyed or dissolved. So what kind of person should you be? You should wait for and look forward to strive. The coming of the day of the Lord. When that day comes, the sky of the heavens will be destroyed. My God, my God. What a day. Or dissolve with fire. Peter letting you know, amen, the Lord is going to burn this world up. And everything in them, everything that is in this world, is going to be burned up. 
This world is contaminated. And we can't purify it. I don't care how much science of amen is done. And thank God for science trying to help us out, amen. But science can't help you to purify this earth because we all is under some kind of contamination. But Jesus can. But God, he made a promise to us. In Isaiah 65 and 17, God made a promise to us. And that promise, amen, God made unto us. God going to keep his promise. Isaiah 65. Give me just one minute here. Praise the Lord. 65th chapter of Isaiah. And let us know, amen, as God made a promise to us in Isaiah 65, 17. It reads and says that let me start at the uh, 65, 16. Who's Emma? Invoke a blessing in the land. We'll do so by the God of truth. He will take an oath in the land. We'll swear by the God of truth. For this past trouble will be forgotten and hidden from my eyes. This past trouble. He said, Behold, I will create a new heaven, and a new earth. For the former thing will be remembered no more. They won't come to mind. God is getting ready to create a new heaven and a new earth. This old earth, amen, that we are in now has been here, and it has served the purpose of the Lord, and he's getting ready to create a new heaven and a new earth. Now, beloved, you can believe that if you want to, and, he, and it's, it, it, the word of God just can't lie. And we are waiting for a new heaven. All the believers, amen, that is up on this earth, amen, we are waiting for a new heaven. And a new earth. And dwell in nothing but righteousness. A new heaven. Where, where goodness and righteousness will live. It, it, it will be our home. But amen. There will be no time in this new heaven and this new earth. Therefore, dear beloved, believers, since a while you are waiting for this to happen, do your best. Make every effort to strive to be found without sin. Work hard, amen, to be found without sin or spot or without any fault or blemish. 
the characteristic or the false teaching in Second Peter two and thirteen, trying to make every effort strive to be at peace with God. Try to Amen, be at peace with God. Try to be at peace with your neighbor as you live in this corrupt world. But try to be at peace with your neighbor. Try to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord every day. Remember, don't forget, amen. Continue to say, remember. Consider to bear in mind that we are saved. We are children of the Lord. We are children of the King. We are saved. Beloved, I see my time is gone from under my distance, Dr. Moore. Amen. Letting you know tonight that we have a new heaven and a new earth. This old earth, amen, that we're living in now, one day it's going to fade away. And we won't remember the thing of this earth any longer. And when that day comes, what manner of person should you be? You ought to be holy, rejoicing in Jesus for coming back at you. God bless you until next week. Thank you so very much tonight for listening to the teachings of Dr. Bishop. For more, it was a good message. We appreciate you for listening, and we want to say God bless you and God speed. And don't hesitate to listen again next week. We will be back on same place, same time at 9.30 p.m. We shall return here to the radio station. And don't forget, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday is our prayer night, so we want you to join us then, too. Until next time, we say Godspeed, God bless everybody, and if you go to Great All Nations, we will see you on Sunday. Good night, and God bless everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.